Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everybody. We are live here on Journey into the Light Spiritual Radio, and we have on our guest tonight the amazing psychic medium healer Emilani is here, and she's also streaming live on Facebook. And uh, we'll, I'll be posting that her live video on my page momentarily. But uh, let's get the show started, as we always do, uh, with a song. And um, and you guys calling on into the show. And um, here we go. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see where we go here. Um, so many songs and. Uh, but, uh, let's see here. Let's let's get a good one to start off the the show here. <laughs> um, Wild Cherry. Uh, <laughs> here we go.
tomorrow. I'll never let you part. For you're always in my heart. What a beautiful song by Michael Jackson. Love that song. And, um, been busy, busy, busy with my fingers and uh, screwy Facebook. It's screwy and screwier every single day, I swear. Whew. I won't go into all the minute uh, details, but uh, the way they have it anymore, I could use probably about 20 minutes. To, but um, um, so what I'll say to the folks out there that are listening, um, if you are um, listening to this live broadcast, can you please share out this broadcast and Emilani's live Facebook on your page and also share it on spiritual groups? I'm going to be doing the same, but uh, I'm going to be a lot slower because of um, all these screwy uh, Facebook stuff and uh, it's going on lately. Um, so if you guys can, that would truly, truly help us out tonight to have a super, super night uh, here on the show. So um, we're glad you are here. And Melania is here, and she's here to take your phone calls tonight. 347-884-8245 is all you got to do. And then press the one on your phone to come aboard. That's right. Press the one on your phone to come aboard. And if you want to contact Emilani for private sessions, her contact information is listed on the show page. We'll go over that a little later into the program. And again, Emilani is live on Facebook, so join her. I have posted the video on my page, and of course it's on Emilani's page, but whatever page you can, you know, get to, um, you know, the quickest, there's your uh options or ways to get there i guess i should say um so there you go there and the number to call in 347-884-8245 and we're going to join in with uh emilani now and uh emilani is looking beautiful as always and uh let's Pull up her number here, and Emilani, welcome to the program. How are you doing? Uh, hi, Michael. I'm fantastic. How are you? It's great to be back on the show. It seems like um, every time a uh, couple days go by, it seems like a long time that we haven't been talking. And um, I don't know, I see a lot of new people in my room right now, and some of my old, hey, one of my cousins is in my room right now. Hey, late Nate. And um, a lot of old friends, so it's really exciting to be here and um, give some readings. Let's help some people. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's great. I love your energy. Um, Needed my energy raise, so that's good. That's good. Yeah, I got some good (laughs) vibrations for you, huh? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, you should play that song by the Beach Boys. What? Did you know? Good vibrations. Good vibrations by the Beach Boys. Yeah. I don't know if I have that on my playlist. About that. That's a good idea. That's a yeah, good idea. it's a really great song for us. Yeah, I'll I'll look into it. I'll be getting that. So. <laughs> okay, great. Hi, John Crowley. Uh, hey, John. John Crowley, Kathleen's in there. Liam. Yeah, so Gar- Carson, who's a a friend of mine, a dear friend of mine, he's in here too, and he's all the way from Nicaragua. That's pretty cool. 
Hi, Nancy yeah, Acosta. Wow. An old client yeah. of mine. Huh? <laughs> yeah, a lot of yeah. people. Yeah. Matthew. Of- Matthew calls it right on the spot. Cleopatra, there you go. See? <laughs> He's, he, oh I agree God, with that. Look, did you see that on Facebook, Michael, that I um did, like, they have this, like, thing that you, an app that you put in. Who was your, um, what was it, Matthew? Who was your historical doppelganger? Oh, and I did see that. Oh, my God, right? That was great. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a past life. How funny, huh? We love you, too, John Crowley. Thank you for coming in. Right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's what it said that I would. And uh, what were you, Matthew? I can't remember. Write it in the chat room because... I can't remember who it, oh, did you do it? I can't remember. But I know one of my clients was um, Elvis, and it was so funny. Michael, you have to do the app. Find it on my Facebook. Oh, yeah. I'll send it to you. It's really cute, actually. Sure, sure. That's all I need. (laughs) Yeah. I knew I I I was a queen at least once in my life, right? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well. Next time. So. Yeah. So um, I wanted to ask you a question before we get started, because I know you would have a good, uh, great perspective on this. So um, what <laughs> what, are, what is what is your thoughts of, you know, the uh, passing, you know, Charles Manson today? Oh, my gosh. OK, so I read so many things on Facebook about it. And I yeah. really have a strong opinion or just, I guess, a belief about it. You know, you know I've had a near-death experience, right? You know that I died uh-huh. before on the other side and, you know, got to experience what's over there, right? Right. So all I met with was love and forgiveness. There, was no, there wasn't even forgiveness. It was just love. And I believe that spirit or God really... Once you're past, this world is over for you. What you did here is over. Um, I know, you know, people might feel like that's not fair to the families, but everything that happens in the, it's like everything that happens here stays here. And I believe that there's a lot of forgiveness and love, and even I, I truly believe in past lives. I believe in being able to reincarnate. And so I believe that, um, Maybe he can come back and do it over again and maybe be a very loving person. Uh, but I, all I found on the other side actually was forgiveness and love. So I, that's how I feel that he was received. Um, I know that's like a strong opinion. A lot of people have been writing on my Facebook like, thank God he's dead, he's finally gone, that energy is off the planet. And I feel like people that feel like that are actually do, giving the same energy that he portrayed here on this planet um, I believe that unconditional love is the only thing that is on the other side, and that is deeply within us. Um, I believe that the other side, our God, is deep within you. And so unconditional love is really unconditional. And I don't mean that means, you know, go out and kill people, but I do mean that, you know, unconditional means, I don't hold anything against you, and I don't even see you that way. God sees itself and its divine self, and even though Charles Manson was extremely separated from that feeling, he still had some divinity within him, and as he passes away, he loses the body and the mind that actually had him 
um, do those horrific crimes and, and influence so many people. And I do believe that that stays in the earth. It regenerates, um, and his soul or his spirit goes to back into God, which is unconditional love. So that's my opinion on it. Um, that was my experience uh, when I was on the other side for that four minutes. There was not one moment that I saw any one of my sins or fears or anything that um, was held against me. Other, it, All it was was shown to me that you can live differently. And so I believe that he is being shown that right now, that he could have done things in a very different way um, and that he can't has a choice to do it again. So that's my opinion. Well, yeah, well, no, but I actually agree with you, and that's really um, um, I come to, you know, surprise. It comes to surprise of myself, looking at myself, of you know, how far I've come in the past uh, 10, 15 years, because, and that's why I don't look harshly at the folks who say, you know, I'm glad he's gone, burning in hell, all that, because, you know, years ago, I was one of those, so I know where they're getting it from. But I agree with you, though. I do, you know, I, uh, I think his hell was here on Earth. I mean, the guy was was crazy. How can he be, how can he be, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. How can he be, yeah. No, no I totally agree. And yeah. I, yeah, I feel like he somehow felt separated from God that he didn't realize his divine self. And so he committed those things and he actually kind of controlled people to do um, some of his bidding for him. And whatever influenced him, whatever made him, you know, feel in his mind that that was something that he was supposed to do um, or could do. Sometimes it's it's just that we're exploring what we can do, you know. Um, I just know he was met with, with unconditional love and really that's all that matters. And I feel like people that are, you know, thinking, you know, the mind is what is like your worst critic. The mind is your inner critic, right? And the mind is your hellish place. And your mind is the one that says that you're not loved, that God wouldn't forgive you, that um, that uh, even it, it's the one that tells you to do those horrific things. It, it actually tells you to do violence against yourself, right? And so... Knowing that and knowing that what he was met with was absolutely unconditional, it's really kind of hard for people to wrap their brains around that because our minds are not unconditional. Like, our mind is so heinous to itself. Like, we think our mind is going to love ourselves or love it, and it's not in the mind that you find love. It's actually in the divine self, in the in the heart that you find love. But the mind... It never, ever, like, is nice to itself. It's the one that is critic. It's the one that's harsh. It's the one that's violent. It's the one that tries to take control of everything. And that's what happened to him. His mind took control, and his mind actually, he became a subject or controlled by his mind, the ego mind that wanted to do heinous things to him, because look how he ended up, and to other people. And so I think it's very important that we understand that it's the mind. Like somebody asked me once, you know, and and my answer was, you know, your mind is never going to love itself. Your mind is never going to, you know, be what you think. That's not where the healing is done. The healing is done in the heart. 
the healing is done from the divine self, right, or the God self or the universe or whatever you want to call it, spirit, and not from the mind. The mind is actually the opposing force within you that you, when you actually connect to your divine, when you connect to spirit, to God, your mind begins to have to obey that part of you because your spirit is so much brighter, so much more loving. It's the one that actually you want. Like I always say, you know how um, in spirituality we say mind, body, spirit, and I believe it's spirit, body, and mind, spirit, mind, and body. That is the hierarchy. So the spirit governs. It tells the mind what to think, and the mind tells the body what to do. And I believe that that's the way that it originally is. And um, unconditional love comes from the spirit, right? And so he didn't find that for himself. So he didn't find it for other people, and he felt like he could commit these heinous crimes. It's just the way it works. It's the way the universe works, right? Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, um, yeah, and, uh, you know, I, I, in, in some ways, you know, and, but in, in another way, the, um, uh, you know, as far as the people that were saying the negative uh, today, burning hell and all that, it wasn't as big as as I would have thought. And I think it shows how far we've come, um, you know. Uh, I, I noticed that today, too. Right. 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 You know what? I totally missed what you were just saying because someone said that they're losing my feed. Um, What did you say again? I'm sorry. It's okay. It happens. Like, keep track of everything. What did you say? It happens. No big. I was saying, on the other, on the other hand, I was surprised that, you know, um, that the the you know the negative uh, reaction wasn't as big because I heard. On yeah. a lot of the you know radio that would be that way. Um, a lot of them were saying, "Well, like, shh, you know, don't say that. You know, you don't know for yeah. sure, and all that right. stuff." So, yeah. Well, hopefully that means that we're becoming more aware and enlightened and more loving that we wouldn't like mm-hmm. condemn him to hell. You know, I don't want to condemn anyone to hell because that means I believe that mm-hmm. in that place and I might end up in the hell myself. Right? I think yeah. that every time that we think about hell or we um, want to put hell onto somebody, that we actually build our own hell inside because we feel shame or we, actually we don't feel shame, we feel disconnect from our spirit, which brings about shame and all the other things that happen, fear at the base of it all. And um, I feel like when we do judge others, right, because I'd be judging him, that we're out of alignment with our Holy Spirit that's within, so... We get ourselves in all kinds of trouble. We actually disconnect, and that's actually what happened to him. He disconnected, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he definitely disconnected somewhere. Like I said, it's uh, uh, you know I'm, I've met people like him that are just they're just not all there, and uh, so that. Yeah. Did you know that I worked in a jail for seven years when I was young? Mm-hmm. Did I ever? Yeah, you did. I remember that now. You said that. I worked in a medical um, facility in the jail where they brought in people, and one day my friend and I were walking through the jail to go to lunch, and the hair on the back of my neck stood up. 
And I said, wow, do you feel that? And he said, yeah. And we turned the corner, and Richard Ramirez was there, the night stalker. He was between me and a glass metal door, right? And I could feel his energy before I even got to him. And I actually learned a lot about energy actually working in that facility. I was like 23 years old, and I worked in that facility, and so I was around a lot of um, energy like that. And I it, it honed my gift a lot. It made me understand a lot. Like there was uh, above me, in my desk above me, was Mod L, which was um, uh, mentally ill patients. And I worked downstairs, and when they would bring in somebody equally as mentally ill or on PCP or something like that, the people upstairs, before the inmate got through the doors, right, that he would come in the door, before they even came upstairs, these people upstairs would be banging and screaming and reacting to his energy. So I learned so much in that facility. I knew that's why I was there. At the time, I didn't know because I was just newly divorced and thought, you know, this is a good job, good-paying job. It was insane. Um, I ended up staying for seven years and probably needed two years of therapy after that. But, um, you know, I learned so much about energy and how how it expands and travels and how you can feel it. Like, I became very empathic there. And I honed that empathic gift I have. Yeah, it was pretty rough, but it was it was very interesting to have this man who believed in the devil, right? He believed in Satan. Um, he said he served Satan, and his energy was thick like molasses. And um, when I actually faced him face-to-face through the door, he looked right through me. Uh, yeah, uh, really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, one other thing that I want to tell you is they did bring in a guy. So my desk was inside the drunk tank. So anyone who came in that was on PCP or drunk or out of control, they would be sent back to me, um, and I would watch them in their cells so they didn't have a seizure or whatever, right? So they brought this guy, short story, they brought this guy back that was super high on PCP. Actually, he... um, had to be hogtied and carried by six um, guards, right, to be put in his cell. And I remember hearing, um, tell him he's going to be okay. Well, I wasn't really supposed to talk to the inmates unless they really needed had a problem and needed a deputy or something. Um, but I did look at him and I said, you know, you're going to be okay. And I And he told me, well, that all these demons were chasing him and he went into a church and um, that's where they caught him. And I said, well, you know, today is your day. Today is the day that you no longer have to have that those problems. That's what I heard to tell him. And actually, two days later, when I was leaving work, I saw him outside of the jail perfectly fine, in perfect, perfect condition. And I just knew that whatever transpired between him and I, the Holy Spirit or God used me to actually, like, deliver him from this insanity he was going through. It was Quite amazing. A lot of things happened there. Um, I wasn't really allowed to do anything there, but a lot of things happened there that, um, you know, were miraculous. It was just amazing to actually be there. It was a tough job, but it was it was fulfilling. Great, great. 
uh, that's that's a neat story. Um, I know we're going to go to the phone lines now, so uh, folks, uh, call in. Uh, lines are open, 347-884-8245. Press the 1 on your phone, and don't forget about making an A, um, if you can, make a donation to the Homeless Mission, Love in Action. Uh, the GoFundMe link is there, and also the PayPal uh, link is there as well, and we're going to try something um, um, new, never been done, just kind of came to me as things do the, uh, this past hour, and um, so never been done all 10 years doing my show, but I know there's a lot of people that um, just listen to the show, and they don't want to do uh, reading right now because it would be on the radio, and they want to make it private, And um, but they really would like a reading right now, and they wouldn't mind um, even donating to the mission. Um, so what we're going to do is just make one, only one of those available where you can get the reading tonight on the show, but in the screening room. So it'll be private. No one will hear you. Um, it'll be um, at the end of the broadcast. So, you know, everything except for the show, you'll be in the screening room. So it'll be totally private, and you'll get the uh, uh, reading tonight. And, uh, you know, it will require, you know, making a donation to the homeless mission, of course. But most people are, you know, into helping others. And, and if, if you would like to um, – um, do that and be um, either let us know in the chat room or just call into the show. Um, I'll talk to you in the screening room and we can easily set that up. Okay, we're just going to do one um, and see, see if anyone's interested in that. Who knows? Um, unless you put it out there, right? So, um, um, so um, that being said, let's take our first caller here for Emilani. Um, and we're just going to take the first call up here. Uh, 607, welcome to the program. Can we get your first name and where you're calling from? Oh, Dolores, I'm calling from Long Island. Um, I'm sorry, upstate New York. Hi, Dolores, how are you? I know you. Yes, I know you too. How are you? How are you? I, Michael, I've read Dolores a few times, right? Yes, you have. She's a good client of mine. How are you, sweetie? Good. Um, actually, you know, we, me and my sister have to do another call-in with you. By the way. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hang on. Dolores, are you there? Oh, hang on, Emilani. I lost my switchboard. Hang on. Uh oh. Okay. Dolores, can you call back in? We just lost like two or three lines right there. It happens, but we'll get her back in. Um, But we do have one more call on queue. Let's do this, and then we'll get Dolores in after that. Uh, 814, Pennsylvania. Welcome. Can we get your first name? Yeah, my name is Braxton. Hi, Braxton. How are you? Hi, I'm very good, actually. How are you doing? Good, good. Welcome to the show. What can I do for you tonight? Um, well, I tried to get in last week, and I guess I didn't know about the whole push one button thing. So <laughs> Okay. Uh, I'm actually going through a whole lot right now. Um Okay. I just lost my job. Okay. And I'm transgender, so I've been kind of battling with a lot of stuff okay. right now. All right. Let's look at that. All right. So let's look at that because I work with a lot of people um, who have decided to become transgender and who are really um, struggling with that. Um, sometimes... You know, so here's the thing. So stay with me. Let me tell you what I found and 
let me, um, you know, stay with me and I'll, we'll go full circle, okay? Because I found that a lot of my transgender clients who go into hypnosis actually had a lot of past lives in the other gender. They came in, let's say you came in as a male or you, you, know, or you came in as a woman and you felt like you were more connected to um, being a male or a woman. A lot of times it's a past life that's coming through and so it feels very, very confusing. Why would you be born um, a male but feel extremely female inside? And so some of those people actually got a lot of comfort, comfort knowing that, um, that uh, you know, that you can have both. One thing with you, I feel, in your transgender is there's a lot of um, people coming into this world right now that realize that we're both male and female as a whole within ourselves. You know how that, like, psychology would say, you know, men, you should find your feminine side? Well, yeah. a lot of people are being born right now that have both, that are almost androgynous. And so this is kind of a movement forward in that, not saying that um, it's right for everybody, but just saying that to be able to accept that about yourself, to become peaceful about it, so that you, because if you're not peaceful with it, I keep wanting to call you sweetheart. So to me, that means that you have such a loving vibe. Um, I'm sending you a lot of love right now, a lot of healing right now. But to be able to accept that of yourself, to be able to um, realize that you're just really integrating both parts of you, all parts of you, that you're exploring everything, um, would be that you didn't lose yourself. So the part of you, um, you did you come in female and turning male, or which, which way did you go? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, so you don't have to lose the female part. Do you understand? Yeah, you don't, like don't lose the sensitive and all that. Yeah, you don't, and you don't. Which have I do to, struggle with. I, yes, I really that's what do you struggle, struggle with. That. Yes, and so you don't have to hate her. Do you see? You yeah. don't have to hate her. You can love all of you, the, the entirety of yourself, the male and the female, and act it out however you want to. And when you start to feel comfortable in that, other people will not um, be mean to you about it. They won't judge you over it because we send out the vibe that we don't like ourselves. Do you understand? Yeah. And it's total just vibrational energy that, that you don't accept yourself one way or the other. And so you get it from both sides. Like, and that's why um, you've decided to, to be transgender. Do you see? Now, not everybody, I don't feel like everybody is the same, but I do feel like this, I'm reading you accurately. And I feel like um, for you to just love her that came in in this lifetime, right, and love the him that's still alive in you that wants to be expressed as well, you'll, you will become so peaceful, and you'll become so peaceful that the world will actually accept you as you are. I think Got that's it? a very good response. Right? Doesn't it make sense? I mean, we don't realize it's vibration. We don't realize that, um, like, in past lives are linear, actually. They're all happening at the same time. So they're not past, like, it's not, you know, didn't happen 10,000 years ago for you. It actually is still in the works. It's still happening. And so you're vibing to that. You're feeling that other life. You're feeling all the other genders that you were. Um, 
you know, some of us, you know, might be star seeds and we feel like we're from another planet. There's all kinds of things that you can feel like. But right now, if you would just love your entirety, then you would you would just become extremely peaceful and so would your life. Um, this you know, helps you to find a job. That. Huh? What's really crazy about that is that I've been, like, in psych words and I've been to places that I've met different people, and they've all said, knowing who I am and what I am, they would tell me, don't, you know, you don't always have to act so hard. Just be you. Yeah. If you're that loving, sweet person, then just be that person. Yeah. Um, because I feel like there's a whole lot of battling between who's more masculine and if yes. you fit in and if you're enough and all that. Yeah. Yes. I mean, honestly, right? You you came in as a woman, correct? Uh, yeah. Born a female. And so that part of you needs to be loved and expressed. And so this other part of you also that is masculine, you don't have to over-masculinize yourself, right? You can just express that as well and love both parts, which becomes one thing. We're all trying to do that, actually. We get into relationships, male, female, male, male, whatever, you know, um, to express the other part of ourselves. But being able to be whole, male and female, and be comfortable with that actually makes you whole. And as you do that, you get into a relationship with another whole, right? And so you can express. That's why um, some people, uh, male and I'm going to use male and female because that's what realm I'm in, but male and female, you know, they they get into a relationship, and it'll switch, it'll flow back and forth. Like sometimes the woman is more masculine, sometimes the man is more feminine, um, and vice versa. And it really works really well if you just embrace it all. You know, you don't judge any part of it. Like don't kill her because you're trying to kill her. Yeah, and I heard that um, you're supposed to, like, not put them in the closet, you know what I mean, not just act like they never existed, but kind of just accept who you were yeah. Like you said, as a whole and just kind of blend yeah. the two. Yeah. And what if you even even went through something like a hypnosis that showed you that this male part is bleeding through from another life and you just realized that it was okay to be feminine too? Either way, right? But it's worth exploring because you'll be peaceful. Yeah, I think that sounds pretty cool. Right? I mean, honestly, and then, then that let's bring in the job aspect because you'll get hired. When you love yourself as you are, you're going to get hired everywhere. Someone's going to say you'll get a relationship, you'll get hired. You know, people, well, you know, I, actually, I'm married. Um, oh, good. And my job, I was, I was fired for sexual harassment, and it was right. pretty crazy, and I, I'm going to fight that. But I feel like they were targeting me. Because yeah. there's a lot of ways that they went about it the wrong way, and uh, but do you see how because you of that up? I can't even pay my rent. You know what I mean? Like I'm yeah. just every corner of my life right now is just hell. Do you see how you brought that energy to yourself by hating yourself in in that one area? Well, I'm also yeah, but I'm also being targeted by people around me because I can't come up with money. But it wasn't my fault that this happened. Got it. Ultimately. Everything that happens to us is our fault. It's not a fault like a bad fault. It's just our energy brings this experience to ourselves, right? So you probably hated your divine feminine because the feminine within you is divine as well as the masculine, right? And so you probably 
you know, didn't like her as much. And um, so she brought on this energy of dislike from other people. I promise you, once you embrace yourself and both sides of yourself, all parts of yourself, that you'll – because, okay, for one thing, um, for the truth of it all, you're neither male nor female in the divine. In your spirit, your spirit is androgynous. It it doesn't have a body. It doesn't have um, a gender, right, at all. And so you don't have to really focus on that or worry about that so much. It's getting to know your spirit that's most important. And when we say um, that your job or your money, your abundance comes from your source, then your source actually is, where money comes from, not from your job. It, it, a job comes from source, energy, right? And so you need, mm-hmm. I want you to turn to source to and start thanking source for all of the money, all of the support you need, for the friends that you need, for the people that will accept you as you are as you explore this part of your life. Um, and know that God or source or energy or universe or spirit, whatever you want to call it, right, is the one that actually brings all of your abundance to you rather than um, your boss. Yeah. I mean, that's just the way it works. That's that's the way the universe works, right? But we want to turn it into a big battle on this planet, but it's not. It's That's the mind doing that um, to try to control what's going on to protect itself. But actually, it, this is about you and your divinity and you actually turning to your source and being grateful for everything that you have and being grateful for being a female and being grateful for your male part and then being also grateful for um, your abundance. And that way your whole life will flip. As soon as you do that, life changes. Because you're looking on the outside for love or abundance outside of yourself in this world, and that's not where it comes from. It comes from the inside, your divine self, to the source itself. And so you might as well bypass all this other stuff, right? Why get yourself in more problems, lawsuits, this and that, when you don't have to? You can go straight to source and begin. The way to you guys, it's so simple. The way to manifest is to turn to God and thank God for what you have and just move forward, look ahead, know that you can have whatever you desire because source is what's desiring it through you, and Source wants you to have the best possible life ever. So it's all about yeah, that. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. Yeah. Um, one more thing. Okay. Can you tell me, um, because, I mean, I don't really know how to word it, but can you tell me if um, anything good is near in my future? I mean, like, if you really can. <laughs> right, if I really can. Yeah, I do see... I'm not, I'm not at all doubting you. That's not... No, that's, okay. that's fine. we got to get to the next... Okay, Michael, give me one half a second. Is that fine? Sure. There's sure. something coming up that's either an anniversary, a celebration, or a party for you. It's definitely going to be great, and I do feel like your life gets a lot more um, peaceful from here, now, here on out. Somebody's going to come into your life as more of like a teacher for you as well in this. Seek it out, okay? I will. Thank you very much. Happy anniversary. Thank you for calling okay. in, Brack. Thank you so much great, for calling in. Yeah. A great Thanksgiving. Okay. I think Thank you, you good. 
There yeah. you go. Okay. Amazing reading. Hi, yeah, everybody. That was great. Yeah. All right. Um, we're here with Emilani. It was a great reading. Great. Yeah, it was, yeah, that was awesome. Um, thank you, Emilani. And let's go and let's bring in Dolores now. We're reconnected. Hello? Hi, Dolores. How are you? Good. Okay, Good. I'll, be, uh, I'll be brief. And by the way, I just wanted to say I absolutely love you, but I'm sure you know that already. <laughs> I love you too, yeah. Thank you so much. I can, you, I'll um, take all the love you guys give me, so bring it on. <laughs> uh, I have a, you know, um, I don't know if you remember, but you know I recently, for the past two years, I've been embracing my gifts of seeing. Yeah. Okay, I, right now, because I don't hear them yet, although I do feel eventually I will, but I don't, but I feel stuck. Okay. Okay. And I... This doesn't stick you. Are you there? Oh, yes, I'm sorry. Okay. So I'm going to unstick you as fast as possible. Got it? Yeah, I, thank you. I looked in your energy field. Where you're stuck is in your throat chakra. The throat chakra is where you tell your truth where you tell how you really feel, where you, and, I, you know, I know about your relationship. I know everything, you know, I know a lot about you. And I feel that you have not yet told your, spoken your truth about so many things that in that chakra is where you deliver the messages of truth. Do you understand? Yeah. So it's time to start telling your truth without fear. And without, right. that's what, do you have thyroid problem? Me? I, no, I, uh, I'm i not sure, actually. I think that you're the one, are you really thin? No, that is my twin sister. Yes, I'm the one, I'm the runner, and my twin sister is the one that's super thin now. now yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, got it. So I'm feeling this, um, you know, strong area right here in your throat. That needs to be unblocked by you telling your truth about how you really feel about things. you okay. got to get over your fear. Okay. <laughs> Got it? Yep. I I, uh, I mean, it, thank you. That's right on point. Just do it. You know why? Because you're going to feel so empowered when you tell your truth. Like when you actually say what you really, really think and you own it, you're going to become so empowered that you can have anything that you want and your readings will get better because without that chakra you're going to get stuck every time, and you're not going to be able to... You're thinking you can't hear it, but you can hear it, but you can't say it. Yeah. Got it? That, yeah, it's that, about yeah. It's about becoming my authentic self. Yes. That's and like actually, the last step in my journey right now. <laughs> yes. And actually owning her, being okay to be yourself, yes. It seems like the theme for tonight, doesn't it? Yeah, thank you. But, you know, that that's so right on point. I guess I knew that and I just had to hear it yeah yeah I'm glad you heard it from me because I just love you I adore you and uh I I I watch you on Facebook like I always pray for you I don't know if you realize that but I do follow you so um and I I do right now such great delicate blessings on your life that you're able to open up that you're able to be okay to be loving be okay to be loved to tell your truth and be able to help other people you know yeah, thank you. Let it flow, 
girl. Let it flow. Let it come out. You know what? Don't be afraid of love because when we're afraid of love, we get stuck. Everything gets stuck. And what you're doing is you're holding back love from those that you love. Just let it, the river flow. Got it? Yes. I yeah. got it. Thank you, Amalani. I love you. You're welcome. I love you, too. <laughs> Thanks, sweetie. Thanks Thank for calling. Uh-huh. Bye. Bye-bye. Alrighty. Thanks for your call there. Let it flow, let it flow. Let it flow. Isn't that a song? <laughs> Why, it's, it has to be. It, yeah, it is. <laughs> Somebody put it up I, in the chat room. <laughs> I thought before, and if there's anybody else that wants to call in, we have open lines, 347-884-8245. Press the one on your phone to come aboard. Otherwise, we are going to end early. Um, so call in now. But this is a song I was going to start off the show with here at Milani. Yeah. Right? (laughs) Hey, hey. Yeah. What happened? (laughs) No, crazy. You would you would understand that coming from me, but my other guests would be like, What the hell? We love our inside jokes. <laughs> right? Yeah, perfect. <laughs> what the hell am I doing here, man? <laughs> Hi, Marcy. Oh, my hairdresser is in the room. I absolutely love her, and I'm seeing her tomorrow. Hi, Marcy. She does the best hair in Ventura, you guys. you got to see her. Marcy, Marcy put your information in the chat room. <laughs> I don't even see her. Where is she at? I see Nancy. <laughs> She's right in Ventura, yeah. Huh? I don't see her uh-huh. in the chat, though. Where is she at? Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Okay, I'll drive out to Ventura tomorrow and get my hair done. <laughs> I need a shave. <laughs> I have my cut and color tomorrow. I'm so excited. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's funny. Oh, um, I got I gotta, I gotta figure that out. Don't let me forget to text her after the show, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll make sure you do. Um, <laughs> make sure you do. I'll make sure you do. For Uh-oh. sure. For I lost sure. the camera. I lost the camera for a second. Oh, we lost the camera. We lost the camera. Yeah, but it'll come back. Oh, okay. We still oh, see we her are. now, but okay. Oh, there's there's your information. Okay. Okay. There you are, right? She's yeah. Amazing. She's amazing. Oh, She's a great friend of mine too. She, I just oh, love great. her. I love you, Marcy. I love you. I miss you all the time. Like I wait. We don't see each other until I come and get my um, hair done. But I just absolutely adore her. All right. Like, we love you, Marcy. She's like oh. my personal counselor too. Oh, and I have so much to tell you, Marcy. You're going to be so shocked and surprised. (laughs) All right. All right. We are needing folks to help the homeless mission. Guys, it's Thanksgiving week, and it is not good this week. Um, Well, last night's show wasn't bad, but um, I don't know. You would think (laughs) – I know I'm supposed to sound all positive and everything, but I've been trying, and – but anyway, um, I'm going to leave it anyway. Anybody wants to donate, call in to speak to 
and Milani. It'd be a win-win this Thanksgiving week. I mean, it's not the week we're going to uh, be out there helping the homeless. I don't know what week it is. Um, but um, anywho, um, so, um, yes, if you want to help the homeless, you can donate through the uh, GoFundMe page or the PayPal. Raise your hand um, and let us know you want to make a donation. Um, let's go here. Uh, let's see who we have on the phone last not required but again uh appreciate it here um let's see emily i'm gonna put you on hold for half a second i'm gonna play a quick song i'll see who we got on the phone lines here and uh i'll play a little of that song why not it's my show right and we'll be right back Crazy Mike, uh, is that what you're saying in the no, chat? No, I room? was advertising your donation. <laughs> I have someone in the room, Patty, um, Patty, one of my really beautiful girls. Oh, Patty, I actually ate your fish today, to, last night, actually. Um, she says she wants to donate. Okay. Ask her, does she want to use PayPal or GoFundMe? And we'll, I'll get her the or um, send I'm her not friend sure. request here. I don't know. Okay. I, I'll, I'll actually call him. Oh, okay. She's called in. Okay, I'll t- I'll talk to her in the screening room. Okay. Okay. Good. Okay. All right. We have a call queued up here. 
Um, and she has made a donation to the homeless mission, so we're very thankful for her. Um, and so we'll give her some extra time too and bring her up right now. Uh, Florida and Kiki, welcome to the show. You're on with Emilani. Hi, Emilani. How you guys? Hi, Kiki. Welcome to the show. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. How are you? Good. What can I do for you tonight? Yes. So I actually called him last week. I don't know if you remember me a little bit, but um, yeah. I was going with the throat chakra and all that stuff. Say that again. I was the one with like the relationship thing and the abandonment and the throat and all that stuff from last week. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you totally. What's going on? Okay. Yeah, so I want to give a little update and maybe ask an, another question in relation to that. Um, um, so I ended up, you know, speaking my truth, not holding back, owning okay. to what I wanted. And it it basically had to end because he still didn't want the same things. And I guess that's good in a sense because it made me not wait around and waste time and hope for more. And, and uh-huh. you know, it right. is the dating world, so... You know, it's not like it was a relationship or anything like that. Um, And so I moved on, and I feel like I'm in something new, but I also don't know if it's going to be like a repeat cycle, and I don't want that. And I don't know. I was just wanting to know, am I repeating the cycle or? No, I got it. Okay, let me look. Because, I okay, here's the thing with the other guy. What was his name? If you want to say it on the radio. Yeah, it, it was Mo, the other guy. Okay. So I do feel like he comes back. I, I can't help but feel that. Um, there's just something about it that I know that he said no right now, but I do feel like he tries to come back. So you have to decide whether you want that or not to come back to you. Um, uh, yeah, it's going to take him about one, two, or three weeks. Like it's just going to be the next couple of weeks where he finally is like, yeah, you know, I want to like, hang out again so just so you know i do feel like he comes back um and this new this is a new guy right and what is his name his name is um it's it's a long name Mu, uh, Mahmoud, Mahmoud? yeah okay okay i'm just gonna say mm, how am i gonna say this okay the first thing i heard in my head was playa mm. You get that? Mm, yeah. I think that energy is a little bit the same that what you've been going through. Does he know yeah. everybody that you know? No, I don't okay. think so. Okay, because there's just some kind of weird like vibe that you've put out there with your friends or wherever you go, and um, because I mean, he, when I connect him, sorry, you guys, I'm stuttering because of what I just heard. So, uh. When I connect to him, I hear that he just wants to get on that. You know, um, there's something about him that's like he's pretty sexual. Is that right? Not that that's yeah. bad. Yeah, that's not bad. No, but that's his intention, you see. And so if you want a different intention, I mean, if you don't mind, that's that's totally cool. But I feel like that's not his intention is not like to be like your knight in shining armor. So I do feel like it's the same energy. Similar. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that whatever you want to do with that, I mean, I can't judge you. I, you know, whatever you want to do, I'm not going to say I'm definitely not a saint. But, um, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, but I do follow my heart. 
So mm-hmm. um, what I mean by that is, you know, I feel like you're getting in the same situation. So if you don't want that situation, don't go there. Got it? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to take you a little while. You need some energy work. You need something, you need some, you know, to get inside and to shift that energy that you've got going on about all that stuff that we talked about last week. Yeah. Yeah. It's important that you do that, actually. It's important that you kind of shift that energy before you start getting involved with other people. Unless, I mean, honestly, if you want to hang out with this guy, great, but just know that you're just going to be hanging out. Yeah, and, like, that's not the real intention that I'm going for. Yeah. And I just feel like I keep falling into that. Yeah, but let me, uh, let me, let me tell you what I feel is going on. It is your intention in a way, and I'm going to tell you why. I'm not, like, saying that you're out there like that, but what you're doing Mm -hmm. is protecting yourself by getting involved with people like that. Because you don't believe in love yet. You don't believe that you're lovable. Like, you don't believe that you can have love like that yet. So that's why you're attracting these guys. Because if you yeah. if you have the vibe of, um, you know, love, of a long-term relationship, it would come to you. It would be there. It would manifest to you. So right now there's some part of you that is sort of just protecting yourself. It's It's... So that you don't get hurt, it's easier to be with guys that won't commit to you um, than get hurt. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And so that's what's going on right now. And it's just not, um, you know, it's not what you want, right? It's not. Mm -mm. So what we need to do is shift your energy before you go out, before you um, let anybody in. Unless you shift it within the relationship, but I have a feeling that you're going to shift it within this relationship, and he's going to take off. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and so here we go. So hang out with him if you want to. You know, do what you want to do with that, but definitely um, do some inner work, forgiveness, compassion for all of those that um, were separate from you, and turn to your source more. I don't know if you meditate or pray. Um, but kind of go within and make the decision that it's safe to love, because right now you don't feel like it's safe to love. You do. You're still vibing that it's um, love equals pain, or love like a lot of a lot of people in the world feel that love equals pain, and they fear that as well, right? So then we end up in painful relationships when love does not equal pain. Love actually equals peace. Right, so mm-hmm. your experience of love in your young life has been painful, um, and so your brain or your mind is actually connecting love with pain, and that's why you're getting these people who are bringing you pain. Yeah. Hmm. Right. Yeah. So we want to be able to get you know shift that thinking that you have or shift that vibe off of you that love equals pain. So that's going to take you a little bit. It's going to take you a little bit of work. Okay. You know, I think I'm ready to put in some work. Yeah, you're ready to do the work. Otherwise, you wouldn't be calling in again. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, you can yeah. work with me. 
privately if you want to. Um, that's up to you. You know, if you if you feel like that, contact me. Um, mm-hmm. Get a hold of me, and I'll work with you if you want. Or you can find somebody that's near you. But definitely, you know, do that work. It's say it's going to save your life, right? Because. So many people believe that love equals pain because of their experience of childhood, their experience of, you know, their ex, whatever. I mean, what you know, everyone says, oh, my ex, you know, she was such a dog, he was such a dog, whatever. And that carries on with you through the next relationship. And if you want, you can do work for a short amount of time and maybe end up in a long-term, you know, relationship, maybe possibly marriage, rather than just the, keep having these rendezvous with people. Yeah. It depends on what you want. You know, what you want, you need to manifest, right, what you really want. So if you really want a long-term loving relationship, don't go out with somebody who doesn't want that. Yeah. Right? True. Yeah. Because then you're telling the universe, you're telling the universe one thing and acting out another. And I have to tell you, you know, some people... You know, you meet some people and they might present themselves as a player or a dog, but really inside they really do want the same thing you want. Sometimes you have to be patient, loving, caring, unconditional, and um, if it changes their energy or it actually brings out their positive energies. That that can happen. It's a lot of work and it's difficult. Um, but with you, you need to do that work with yourself first. So you need to decide what you really want. And realize that right now what you're vibing at is love is a negative, right, that it's not available to you, that it's pain. And so when you're vibing that out, you're just going to constantly bring that back in. Okay. Okay? Your future is bright. Your fu- you can manifest this. Your future is so bright because you can do the work. Like, it's not like you have to depend on the guys to love you from the outside. Do the work inside, and then they show up as loving. Even these guys who you feel are players, they could show up as loving. That's why, you know, isn't it crazy how, like, let's say you're married to someone for 10 years, and you have a lot of problems, you break up, or or let's say you're dating someone, right, for three years, and he's like, no, I don't want to get married. I really don't want to do this. And the next thing you know, he breaks up with you and meets someone and marries her right away. And the reason that happens is because she has the vibe, right? And you didn't have the vibe. So you need to have that vibe, the vibe that you really want. And sometimes it just um, takes some work. It takes some inner work to do it. Okay. Right? So think about it. Let's say it took you a year. It doesn't have to take you a year. It could take you a month. It could take you a day. But let's say it takes you a year and you get in a relationship with somebody that you're in for 20 years, right? Mm-hmm. Worth it. You know, and you're younger. You're young, so you could be in a relationship for the next 50 years of your life, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's worth it. <laughs> it is. It would be. Yeah, because you're carrying a lot of this energy, and we want to have you let that go. Yeah, I do too. Right? Yeah. So that's what it takes. It takes a little bit of inner work. So however you decide to do that, you can do it spiritually, you can do it psych- psychologically. The thing with psychology is I love psychology 
but you need a psychologist that shifts energy, that does energy work as well. Yeah. Yeah, because you can sit on the couch and tell your story for the next 40 years and you're still going to have that story, <laughs> right? But you, what you need yeah. is a shift in perception. So the shift in perception is love equals love, love equals peace, love equals, right, positivity. Yeah. That's, and so tonight when you go to bed, just pray, you know, please shift my perception about love. Give me the truth about love. Try that. Yeah, I can't. And, you know, I try and tell myself I love myself every day. And Mm -hmm. I know that forgiveness helps and stuff like that. And I know believing in your story holds you back and stuff like that. And so I don't know where the hang-up is. I know you say in my childhood, but. Well, because love was was presented to you as painful. So it's not about you loving yourself. It's about others loving you. That's why you're having problems in your relationship because, you might love yourself, you know, completely, but you feel that others don't, that you're separate from those people. And so your perception is if I fall in love or if, you know, my parents should have loved me, right, but they didn't. Mm-hmm. So here I am with this person and hopefully he loves me. But your mind is saying, oh, no, because if your parents didn't, then why would he? See, that's mm-hmm. the mind tricks and says no they possibly couldn't they probably see this about you that about you they'll probably leave you too and the mind is dominating you right now it's dominating the relationships so the perception the change in perception is that god loves you unconditionally that god is the one that that needs to love you and god is the one that does love you and god is the one that you need to believe loves you rather than your parents who didn't have the capacity to do that correctly they were doing their own thing. You know, they didn't, they didn't learn how to do that. So we, we always look to the outside for someone else to love us, and it won't, that's why it won't happen until you actually realize that someone can love you. Other people are yeah. loving, right? So, but you're choosing these guys that don't want to love you. So, of course, they're always going to show you the energy that you're afraid of. But if I believe that, you know, God loves me unconditionally and that, you know, I'm this one person in this universe and all that stuff, shouldn't I also, I then believe that love comes, I don't know. Well, yeah, but you, I get what you're trying to say. Get it? If you believe that, right, then it, it will show up to you. So when we don't have that epiphany of spirit within that, that really understands it, we eke it. It's like sometimes it'll come in a little bit. And then it'll go away. It'll come in again and it'll go away, right? We need to, like, be solid mm. in that belief. Just surrender to it. It's actually surrender to forgiving our parents, letting go of the story that our parents were supposed to love us, like like, like the Brady Bunch, right? That our parents were supposed mm-hmm. to love us when they couldn't do it. Yeah. Right? Because we're not, we're not seeing love. The thing is, some people come into your life to to help you to look at God, look for God's love. So they come in as kind of uh, the villain, right, or the um, the ones that don't love you, the harder ones, the harsher ones, to turn you to have a relationship with God. So not that God does that, but that's the idea, is that you want to turn to God and see that love comes from spirit rather than from people, right? So right now you're stuck in between, you know, 
you don't realize that that the divine is within every single person. And when you realize that, they'll show up as divine to you. Even you might be with the person, and he might be acting crazy, but once you set your sights on what's good about him, it's going to show up because he'll show it to you because you're creating that. You're um, you're seeing it um, in him. Yeah, but that's in everyone, yeah. Divine is in everyone. Yes, in everyone. But you need to see it in them. Right now you're fearing the the other. Mm. You see, okay. your your mind can is I, set on the ne- the negative, huh? Can I ask one quick question apart from yeah. that? Yeah. Do um do you finally see me um applying to jobs in my career and finally like moving things around and starting a career? Do you finally see me doing that? Yeah, I want you to start tomorrow. Why not? I mean, it's up to you, right? See, this is it a is. prime example of what I was just saying. Do you understand? Yeah. You, yeah, you're waiting for something to happen rather than creating I it. Am. Got it? Yeah. You got it. See, I'm so glad you asked that question because now you get it. That I'm just waiting. Yeah, for nothing, for yourself, for you to move on. <laughs> right? Um. But then I have I have a spiritual belief that, you know, I am where I'm supposed to be in the world, you know, and that everything's going to go according to plan and, you know, you know yes. everything's going to end up perfectly because okay. that's just how life works. But and so that's what just happened. What just happened was here you are, are with me and we decided it's time for you to move forward and get and go for the things that you want, you see? So you mm-hmm. amped up all the way to right here to have this realization. You just had it. So the next thing is action. Mm-hmm. Take a step forward and, and don't wait any longer because now we get that. We we got it, right? So now you take action. Because a lot of people don't realize, like I do readings every single day, and a lot of people call me for readings and they don't realize that they have to do something, like take an action from what I give them. So in order for your mind to accept, yes, are you gonna um, are you gonna be able to get a job or move on that? You need to do what you need to do to get it done. Yeah. And the and the universe intervenes and does divine timing and divine everything. But as long as you're moving towards your goal, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't sit and wait for it. Do something. Yeah, you're right. You're right. What in calling me was doing something. Yeah. Right. So you are right in the right place at the right time. Okay. Got it. Got it. Yeah. All right. I'm so glad you called in. That was great. Great questions and a really great reading. I'm so I'm Thank happy. You. For, you're welcome, sweetheart. Love you. Love you. Thank you. Okay, excellent, excellent. Excellent reading, excellent advice, help. Wow. You guys out there, can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Oh, okay. I was going to say something to the listeners. You guys out there who, you know, want to do private readings and need help, this is the lady you need to go to, guys. Can't you see it? She is... 
you know, the one that um, not only helps you with readings, connections to spirit, but also as far as, you know, life coaching, healing, all that's needed. It's not just a reading, you know, like a, uh, this is what I'm getting, you know, this is the message. Okay, next call. You know, that may make you feel good today, and I've seen it. But tomorrow the people are back to where they were, and I, I don't like to see that. I don't like you know with Emilani, she works with you, she gets you better. I don't like to see people addicted to psychics, and that happens a lot, right, right Emilani? Yeah, no, I don't let you get addicted to me at all. Right. I don't let you. Even though, I, I keep even you though I am, but go ahead. Yeah. I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. I'll heal go you ahead. of your addictions. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Um, yes, great call here with Emilani is here. And uh, and if you folks want to help out the homeless mission, as I was saying in the chat, you know, there's it breaks my heart, you know, uh, of all weeks uh, to think of the homeless of Thanksgiving week when we're stuffing our mouths full and we're laughing it up and we're warm and, and, I, you know, I, I don't cast judgment on anybody, just like we were talking about earlier about Manson. I just don't, you know, unless we walked in someone's moccasins, how can we? Um, just can't, can't. And to think they're out there starving, hungry, and cold. Um, I, I was on my way to uh, the, uh, my doctor uh, this morning, and I really just didn't have time to stop. I just didn't. I was behind time-wise and rush hour, but I saw quite a few homeless on the side of the roads and just, you know, all bundled up as cold as can be, and they're out there begging. And um, Anyway, if you can help, that's what we do. That's what we've been doing for the past year, week in, week out, and that's why I talk about it. And uh, if you can help, um, and uh, make it, you know, at least give them a, a positive moment. That's what I do. Go out and help the homeless right there on the streets. Um, and like I said, you know, we've actually moved one guy who at the age of 14 uh, was homeless and now at age 66 because of light and action and the help from, um, you know, all the people that have supported the mission, um, we've been able to um, – yeah, you know, bring him into where he has, um, you know, a roof over his head and, and four walls around him and heat and uh, food. And uh, so anyway, all righty. Um, so you can donate through either GoFundMe or PayPal. I can help you with that, how to do that. We're going to move along, though, and get to our next call here for Emilani. And um, our next call also made a donation to the mission. We thank her very much. New Jersey and Nora, welcome to the show. You're live with Emilani, and thank you again. Well, thank you for everything you're doing. That's a great cause. So that's wonderful. Oh, thank you. Doing yeah. it. Hi okay, Nora, welcome you. to the show. Hi Emilani, how are Hi. you? Good, thank you. How are you? Thank you for coming on. Thank you. This is actually the first time I see you on my Facebook. Oh, okay. So I said I'm going to call you because I'm actually I'm a I'm a teacher myself. I'm a spiritual worker. I do a lot of you know things, okay. and I always feel that teachers need teachers. You know, we all <laughs> helpers need helpers. Yes, <laughs> right? I definitely have my mentors as well. 
Um, and yes, I'm so course. glad you're here from New Jersey. You know, I spend a lot of time on the East Coast. Um, I'm there twice, actually more than twice a year, but I do psychic fairs twice a year in upstate New York. Oh, that's nice. I have a lot of clients in New Jersey. I have a really dear friend in New Jersey as well that um, I stay with sometimes. So I'm in your house sometimes. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, you know, we have quite a few groups here, spiritual workers. And, yeah, New Jersey definitely has, we have our share of healers and and spiritual workers. Yeah, we have a big, yeah, there's a big uh, group over here. Yeah, I'm sure you're aware of it if you already come. Yeah. Yes, I used to go to some drum circles over there and um, stuff like that. So. Yeah. Very so nice. you I probably, you know, at the end of the day, we all know each other. Right. Right. <laughs> we probably have already crossed paths and we don't even know it. <laughs> Maybe right. Yeah. <laughs> that would be yeah. fantastic. Yeah. What can I do for you tonight? Thank you for asking, Emilani. So I'm calling because you know. Sometimes, you know, as a healer and stuff, we end up fixing everybody's world but our own. And I'm going through a lot of transition in my life where I'm going through a separation. I'm selling my house. My young son just got married. My older son is going to be a father soon. There's so many things happening in my world. And I can't seem to get rid of this. And I know it has a lot to do with the transition, but it's more than that. And I can't seem to grasp why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling. I'm feeling like, you know, Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall, Humpty Dumpty had a great fall, and nobody can put him together again. (laughs) And I'm feeling like that Humpty Dumpty, like no matter what I do, I have this gloomy sadness. And it's not depression. You know, it's not depression. It's not, you know, feeling lost. It's it's just a constant sadness. And I, I can't put my finger on it, and I... And it's been with me for the longest time, and I can't seem to open up my heart chakra. I can't seem to, um, I just can't seem to, and I'm a happy person, and I, you know, I pretty much every, all the readings that you've done, it's pretty uh-huh. much what I would have said anyway, and, you know, of course, we right. mirror ourselves, right? I almost feel like you yeah. were giving me personal advice when you were giving everybody else advice. Right, right. But for whatever reason, it's like this. This is so heavy and deep, and it's not yeah. depression, Milani. It's not. It's just no. this constant sadness. I got it. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go into your energy field. Is that okay with you? Because I'm as I yeah, talk, absolutely. Energy. Thank you. Got it. Okay. So let me just connect with you really fast. I'm going to just take a deep breath and disconnect. And um, okay. So as soon as you start talking, when I when I first heard it, so I'm right in your in your heart chakra. I don't know if you can feel it, but I'm just going to open it up for you a little bit. So as healers, as readers, as uh, awakening to your spirituality, we, if we get too involved with our clients, right, we begin to feel separate like they do. Do you understand? Absolutely, yeah. And mm-hmm. that's what's happening with you. All of a sudden you feel separate. And it's not about the other person. It's never about who you're working on. It's always about you, right? And so for me, when I um, got it, and for you, I'm hearing. So uh, for me, when I feel that way, if I feel that way, I haven't felt that way for a long time except in one area of my life. But um, when you begin to feel that way, it's because you haven't turned to source and filled your cup back up. So... One thing about that is you can never, ever, ever be empty. Do you understand? 
So what's happening is in your work, you're beginning to learn that you are the source itself. That it's not with just within you, it's not just around you, but you are source energy. And that way you never, ever have to feel that sadness, that gloominess, that emptiness, the lack at all. So you're transitioning from I bring source in, I, read, I bring energy into me, into I am that energy. I am the divine. Got it? Yes, no, I totally understand, and it's true. I, I've been, I, yep. I feel like I've been going there for these couple of weeks. Yeah. But at the same time that I feel that way, I yes. feel that I don't feel source like I used to. I used to feel source all the time, everywhere, all the right. time. And I have a lot of capabilities. I have a lot of creativity and a lot, a lot of gifts. But for whatever Wait, reason... I'm- I'm feeling like I I'm feeling like I'm in this void period and I can't seem to understand why and I can't seem to channel the way I used to. It's almost like a, a quiet noise. It's it, I can't explain it. Okay, so I want to go to your separation, you're separating, correct? Is that yes. right? Okay. Can yes. I go there? Do you mind? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. You've forgotten unconditional love. And I, I, it's like I want to say you've forgotten unconditional love, my darling friend, right? You've forgotten it. Are you, when you say unconditional love, are you saying with source or are you saying with my spouse? With your or spouse. With, uh, that okay. you are unconditional love and that you mm-hmm. can love him unconditionally. That there's no reason for separation. There's just a, more of a being able to open up that heart and understand each other. To love unconditionally means without condition. Do you understand? No, yes, I understand. Yeah. I understand. I, I feel that I'm separating, I think, more for him than for me, even though he's much older than I am. Uh-huh. But because... Well, we haven't been connected for so many years, so it's well, almost well, like I feel like I'm giving them. Uh-huh. Let me stop you there. Let me interrupt you as as we go. I'm going to interrupt you so I can shift the energy as we go. Is that okay? Okay. Yes. We have not been connected for a long time. Is in the mind. You've never been separate from him. You'll never be separate from anyone. Do you understand? This is what you're learning. Okay. You can never be separate from him ever, or anyone else for that matter, but you've chosen to be in a relationship with him. So you're saying we've been, we've been disconnected. No, you have not. Your mind has been disconnected, and your mind is telling you to disconnect. Your mind is taking you down the path of separation, and that's why you feel like hell, because you're going down the wrong path. I feel disconnected. I feel unhappy. That's because you are actually following the tricky mind of separation, saying, come on, let's go this way. You need to separate from him. You need to separate yourself from others. You know how I first learned this? I was working, I was really young, and I was working in the Learning Light in Anaheim. It's a, it's Southern California's biggest psychic center. And mm-hmm. um, people were saging and ringing bells, and they were you know, getting the bad spirits off of themselves from their clients. And Spirit Mm -hmm. said to me, 
that that if I did that, if I continued to do that practice, that I would continue to always feel separate from everyone, including God, and that every single being that comes to me is God himself, and every lover I've ever had is God, and all of everybody. And if I could just stop that practice of separating myself, thinking that every being has bad energy, negative energy, that I would stay in this type of environment. But if I shifted my perception and saw that everybody was God, that everybody was divine, that everybody was love, and I loved them unconditionally and embraced them as their divine self, that I would continue to be happy. You see? And then every time I get off that track, let's say um, in my love life, if I see somebody as negative, I get off track, right? So, and that's when it, that's just like one of my weaker areas. So if I see him as divine, I'm right on track, you see? So right now you're off, you're, you're following the ego mind into a pit, into ruin, into separation. I'm not saying you have to stay in an abusive relationship or you have to stay in a relationship that you don't want. I want you to see that you can never be separate from anybody. So I want you to reevaluate. Yes, I, I understand. Yes, I, I understand exactly what you're saying. Because I, I don't want and you. And I'm glad you said. Out. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. I, you know, I don't have to stay in a, you know, like that, an no. abusive relationship, but I'm not separate. Oh, no, I under I understand yeah. connection that we're all connected. That I know, but, you know, I know me, that we're all connected. Okay. Let me let me tell you this: you have signed up for this work, correct? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Well, I didn't know I signed up, but I definitely know what well, I mean, my purpose in life the, is. You decided to do this work, yes? Absolutely, yes. So unconditional means even to your abusers, do you love them? Otherwise, you won't move. For, you won't move forward. Do you understand? Yes. No, I understand. It's I understand what you're isn't saying. It? It's so difficult, isn't it? Because you have to walk your talk. You have to walk your talk, and it gets to that point where you get so good at this that the universe sends you the lesson of unconditional love, and you need to go there. And you won't be satisfied with your life. But I unless think you go I there. think a lot. I think it's a little. It's the opposite for me in the sense that because I love unconditionally, it's almost like I I find it so much harder to detach myself because it's almost like I emerge myself in that person. And it doesn't matter no, whatever the interpretation is, you know, uh, you know, the that person, is not you know, maybe, that's no? attachment. That you're, it's, you're uh, not loving unconditionally. Okay, so, so, I'm I'm finding it difficult to cut cords with this guy. You, the thing is, that's an old practice. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Cutting cords mm-hmm. with somebody means that he's not divine. That is a practice in our spirituality. Okay, if I go into acceptance, okay, all right, thank you for that's saying that. Lie. If I go to acceptance, right, accepting that it is what it is, Every has their own, you know, identity, character, etc. And um, you know, I'm, I love unconditionally because, you know, that's because that's what it is. Because we're all connected, right? Right. But yes. what's the next step? So then, then now, now what? 
first I have to, let me tell you this first. You cannot love unconditionally from your mind. It has to come from your heart. It has to come as an epiphany from God within you, from spirit within you, right? It ha- it comes in a different place than the mind. And right now what you're speaking with is your mind. You're thinking with your mind, and you won't be able to get through this with your mind. So what I Okay, suggest- so how do I get out of my head? Right. How do you shake me and get out of my head? Got it. So what I suggest is that you go into stillness. Do you do you know how to do that? Do you understand that? Yes, I've been I've been doing a lot of meditation. I've been doing a lot of meditation, and okay. it's true. I can't seem to open up my heart chakra, no right. matter how long and still I stay. And I can stay a long time, because but for because, whatever reason, I know it's my heart chakra, and I just don't know how to do it. Okay, so okay, so let's talk about this. Got it? Your mm-hmm. mind is very tricky. See, the mind, once you get into the spirituality, your mind begins to speak spiritual things. It tricks you. And it's telling you that your heart chakra is closed. But how could, if if you're God, if you're divine and you're the God within, right, how could your heart Mm -hmm. ever be closed? Then is it too open? No. And how could it be too open? (laughs) No. If spirit is perfect. Oh, God. And you are spirit, right? It's just, it is, your mind is telling you that it's closed. Our minds tell us mean things. Our minds are the ones that tell us that something is wrong or negative about us. Spirit would never say that its own heart is closed. Spirit doesn't close its heart. Spirit is heart. Spirit is love. It doesn't change. Okay, so what I'm hearing, what I'm hearing is that I'm being impatient with the way the time is evolving, like I want time to evolve faster than it's evolving, and my impatience is, I'm interpreting well, it as sadness? Is that what I'm hearing? No. What's, what's happening is your mind is saying, my heart is closed, your heart is closed, right? Saying my heart is closed, and then it, your mind feels sad about it. You're believing your mind's game. Your mind is tricking you. Oh, I see. You see? Like your clients. Your clients come in with a problem. Oh, my God, my boyfriend, he's so mean to me. Oh, my God, right? And you Mm -hmm. go about the business of showing your client, no, got it? This is not true, Mm -hmm. right? So you just haven't done that for yourself. Your mind is saying, oh, my heart is so sad. Oh, my God. Does that sound like what something that your spirit would say? No, but you know what I had, what happened to me uh-huh. two times, like, within the year? You know, I've had, you know, healers where one does did Reiki on me and someone else did something else. Yeah. And I almost felt, I almost felt like I transferred my sadness to them or they touched my sadness. Uh-huh. and. Like I can see, you know, because you do a little telepathy, and then it's almost like I I can see, and that they felt exactly the way I feel, without saying anything. And then I and I went into this guilt that I gave them my sadness, you know, or at least they experienced my sadness. I can't, you know, give them my sadness, but they experienced my sadness. And then I went into this whole guilt thing, and I'm think, and then I start to think, 
I just don't know how to shake it. Like, I don't know how to not be that way. That's I don't know how mind. to not yeah. be that way. It's all mine. It's all mine. If you can afford to do life coaching with me, please call me. Because that's all mine. Your mind is being such a butt, right? It's actually tricking you. It's really tricking you into thinking that you have any negativity at all. Got it? You're right at the precipice. You're like right at jumping off and free-falling into the truth of who you really are. And so it's your mind is starting to act up and grasp at you and say all these things. You could never transfer your sadness to another person, right? It just shows them their own sadness. But sadness, what you're calling sadness, is just disconnect from your divine self. It's you're forgetting who you are. You're you're already divine. It's not something we acquire. It's something that you awaken to within you. It's already there. And so what's happening is your mind is tricking you into thinking that something's wrong with you because it keeps us in business, doesn't it? Okay. we got to hold it, Derek. we got to get in the last call. And, Milani, do you want to give her your contact information? Yes, yeah, sure. Or she already have. Okay. Go you ahead. can contact me at a-heavenly-light um, at shopify.com. Or Yelp as Emilani. Also, I'm on um, Facebook as Emilani Malier. And my phone number for my business is 714 224 6752. 714 224 6752. Yeah, call me. I, I would love to no, and I, I feel it. I feel that transformation is coming very quickly, and I yes. and I know it. I mean, it's been happening for a long time, but I know that because of all the changes that are going in my life, I, I know, I feel it. But uh, thank you, Emilani. Thank, thank you, you very so much. much. For calling in. Thank you for much. your for your wisdom and your love. Thank you very much. Well, my my pleasure. Thank you. Okay, okay thank you, Nora. And. So what I was saying earlier, this is so Milani's the one you want to speak to, guys. Guys here, in private sessions, and if you missed any of that, as far as Milani's contact information, it's all on the show page on Journey into the Light. Okay, guys, um, and we're gonna um, take our final caller of the night, and this that will be it, the final call. And then um, all of everybody that's listening will be back on the air tomorrow night. Um, uh, we have a brand new guest on tomorrow night, nine o'clock Eastern time. Uh, she is fantastic, so tune in. And if any of you guys love uh, live PD, uh, it's a TV show on Friday and Saturdays. Uh, check out our show on LA Talk Radio. It's live PD Radio. Uh, check that out tomorrow afternoon. Okay, let's get to our next, last, next, and last call. <laughs> uh, we want to welcome uh, Patty to the show. Um, Patty, thank you for your support to the homeless mission. You're on with Emilani. Hi, Emilani. It's Patty. Hi. Thank you, Michael. Hi, my love. How are you? I'm good. I'm really good. good. I'm, how have you been? You know, it's so crazy. I was just thinking about you today. I, I got and So this is my confirmation that I was right about thinking about you. You know what I was thinking nice. about? Tell that me. I need to start weight training with you. Oh, that'd be perfect. Right? Yeah, we've been working out Do it. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. I think so that'd be get a, a hold idea. of me. Okay. okay sounds perfect. good. What can I so do for I you? Wanted... And by the way, that fish was so delicious. Thank you so much for it. Oh, good. I have more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I was calling in today because I wanted to talk about, well, first, one thing. My poor little kitty, Duke, passed away the other day. But I, saw, I don't know. Uh, did you see? Did yeah, it, was, I saw, So my sorry. question just was it that did, he didn't suffer, did he? Gosh, I hope not. No, actually, it was instant. It was so fast. Okay, good. And um, okay. his essence is still around you a lot. You'll feel it. I think that there's a place in, um, is there a place in your bedroom where he hung out a lot? Uh, yes. Yeah, because that's his spot, and so you'll start to see it like it, the echo of his essence still there for quite a oh, while. Perfect. You're going to feel oh, good, like good. it came out of the corner of your eye, actually. Yeah, yeah, okay, good. I'm glad it, it was quick because, yeah. yeah, it was really sad. But anyway, I was calling about my dad, you know, with his dementia, and yeah. um, he's going through more changes, just like the, the doctors um, did promise us, but it's like um, – He's so distant, and I know he's in another place. He goes in and out of his, from being here into somewhere else is what I've been told. Yeah. Is he just, I just want to know that he's still safe because he, he seems, he's been sleeping so much. Right. And um, not wanting to eat anymore. So I just want to make sure that he's still, he's not afraid. And if right. he is right. afraid, what can I do to make him feel more comfortable? Let me let me talk to his spirit a little bit. Even though he's still alive, okay. you know, I can talk to his spirit. Let me get some information from him because the first thing I thought was that we needed to send him energy. So dementia is, spiritually speaking, dementia is a way of not be not like what's actually going on around you. It's denying life, right? It's like go, sitting back. It's being separate. Okay. Um, and that's what I felt like he was having huge feelings of separation. And it started Sorry. early in his life. I don't know what he did, but he did something to hurt somebody. And um, and so that hmm. began his not wanting to see himself the way he was. Do you understand? Yes, Does I totally a, understand. I don't, huh? Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Does he have a brother? He has uh, eight brothers. Does he have one that he got in trouble with or that got in trouble because of him? Uh, probably, my Uncle Manuel. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking, so that, I'm thinking that, really, really close. There's some guilt and shame associated with that right there, and that's mm. where he started to disconnect. Do you understand? Okay. Yeah. And so that brings on uh, dementia because there's no forgiveness for the self, no forgiveness for the brother, I just feel like I don't know if your brother had the consequences that were supposed to be your dad's or um, something like that or vice versa. But because um, your dad keeps telling me I feel so ashamed of myself. I feel so ashamed of myself. And so I'm mm. just disappearing from life. Do you get that? Yeah, I get it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. also towards your mom as well. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to actually send him some healing I'm going to ask oh, his perfect. spirit if he'd like to come forward and just sort of apologize for himself or let himself off the hook. Um, oh, perfect. Hold on one second. Let me go to him. Okay. To, oh, he just started crying. I'm seeing oh, I'm, out. I'm outside. He's eating dinner right now. I'll go in okay. and check. So what I'm feeling is, is saying, finally, thank you that I'm being forgiven. 
Do you understand? Yes, so he's going to start coming forward a little bit more. I'm, I'm hearing on Sunday. I'm hearing Sunday you're going to see, like, a difference in him. Um, oh, perfect. He's going to go through a series of maybe even feeling more separate, like sleep a little bit more right now because we just gave I just gave him, like, kind of a thumbs up, like, yeah, you can be okay, a big healing. Um, okay. Because this secret stuff, all this stuff is why he started to disappear from life. Gotcha. Um, yeah, and I feel like uh, he makes amends. Something happens with him that he, yeah, it makes him feel better. Um, okay. And so he comes forward for quite a while. Like it was going to turn into something a lot bigger than it already is, but I do see that you're going to see, especially in his eyes, more clarity. Um, he'll be yes. able to want to talk more. Um, I'm okay. so excited. He just, I know, right? He just told me he, he doesn't – are you eating – are you feeding him really healthy food because he doesn't like it? Yes, he is always eats healthy. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm not eating because I don't like what I'm, eat, what I'm being given. <laughs> yes, he's eating quinoa, no, yeah, brown no. rice, chicken, he doesn't and, like um, it. zucchini. Yes, I know. Yeah. But Put him back on his own now. diet. Like give him oh. give him, you know – I'm not telling you to fatten him up or anything, but I'm just saying he's not eating because he doesn't like what he's being given. So uh, you're so lean and mean, girl, right? You're like, <laughs> I should come live with you for a year. But um, <laughs> I feel, I feel well, I do live down the street from you, basically. But I feel like um, he would eat. He, see, he's at the age where he wants to start to remember good memories okay. from his life. And, and the food that he liked happens to be some of that okay i can do that definitely I, I know he he likes to host his little snowballs so i'll go buy him right those. and he also yeah. like uh was he a menudo eater what, what's going on yes. there what, right <laughs> you gotta get yeah. him some menudo i swear he just told me that he was like menudo that's my food <laughs> i was like okay i'll tell her <laughs> yes i'll have to i'll have to get some i'll have to actually make some Make some, right? It's give been him, a while, yeah. Yeah, give him some of his good memories. You don't have okay, to you know, make him unhealthy, but you're so healthy, and he's not liking it at all because he wants to remember the good times, the good food. Um, and I'll start waking up a bit, he said to me just now. Okay. Yeah. I he can wants do to that, reminisce. You, show him pictures. Yes. Yeah, get out. I'll break out some more. Get out the photos, right, and reminisce with him. It'll bring him forward a little bit. I'll continue to help you. You know, I'll do more work with him. Um, okay. You know, in my quiet time. Perfect. But I see a, a remarkable change for about seven years. Okay. It's, That'd be wonderful. Yeah. I'm so happy. <laughs> yes. Him, his food, girl. <laughs> okay, oh my god, that's that. so funny. He's like Manudo. He was telling me like, <laughs> like he was tasting it, you know. Okay, I'll make it this weekend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Him, his well, treat. Thank you so much. Yeah. You're welcome. I just want to make sure he's. I love you so much. I hope to um, see you soon. And I'm serious about weight training. I really need it. Okay, definitely. Might as well, well right? Start. Real slow, yeah, and just uh, yeah. start doing a little things here and there. But perfect. Thank you so much. I, I'm so glad I um, we got to connect today. 
Yeah, thank you so much. All right, it was great. Okay, love you. Take care. Love you too. See you soon. Yeah, bye. Yeah, bye-bye. All That's right. amazing. Well, yeah. Great yeah. call. Cause I, I, actually, she brought me fish, and I happened to cook it last night, and I had some, and then I had some this morning, and uh, I was thinking about it. I was like, you know what? This girl's in the gym all the time. You should see her. She she is cut. She is really um, uh, cut. What do you mean, yeah. cut? Meaning cut. her muscles. She like cut. Is she like cut all over? No. What do you mean, <laughs> cut? <laughs> no, she's got muscles. Like, she's trim, and she's so... Oh, uh, she's, she's built. Okay. Uh-huh. Developed. Maybe that's... Yeah, or get ourselves in trouble. Go ahead. <laughs> and I need to like do some of it with her. So I was thinking about that this yeah. morning, and then here she is on the show. So thank you, Spirit, for uh, answering my call. The deeper we were talking, the deeper we were digging our, our right? digging our hole. Right? Yeah. <laughs> toned. Oh, she's funny. Toned. Like she's Bye. on tone. This girl is muscular. She just looks okay. great. So. I'm going to go do that with it. Yeah. All right. All right. And Kellen Grit on our show. <laughs> yeah. My progress. Keep All me right. honest. <laughs> Keep you honest. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Keeping us well. honest. Oprah does it, right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. All righty. Yeah. Well, that's going to be a wrap, as they say. We're going to leave it there. Um Excellent show. Great, great sessions. Great readings. Emily, you just outdo yourself each show. So, all right. Take a breather. <laughs> I know I am. Um, anyway, great show. Great show. Always so, so much fun with you, Mike. Thank you so much. It's just a you blast. Too. You all too. Right. Enjoy it too. All right. Thanks. Talk to you later. Take care. Okay. Right. Bye bye. Alrighty, that's Emilani to the show. Always a great time, and that's going to do it for us tonight. We'll be back on the air tomorrow night, um, 9 o'clock Eastern. And um, all everything's posted on Facebook. Thanks to everybody who donated tonight. We do appreciate every one of you and all the listeners. Thanks to all you guys and the callers and uh, everybody all around. So, everybody, good night. Thanks to Emilani one more time. And have a pleasant evening, everybody. Be blessed.